You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Quick, what image do you conjure up when you hear the words crazy cat lady? Are you picturing a gal wearing those big fluffy slippers and sharing her sofa with 12 cats? Or someone who has so many cats that she calls them all by the same name, kitty? Or a woman who doles out a big bite of her paycheck to cover the cost of kitty litter? Now, second question. Do you have more than one cat? Are you secretly worried that you might be, well, one of them, you know, a crazy cat lady? Don't worry. You're in luck. Today, our special guest is going to let the cat out of the so to speak, on what life is really like if you're fortunate to share it with a feline or two or three or more. Our special guest is Dr. Pia Salk, a psychologist and animal welfare advocate who happily shares her home with three cool cats. She is also the spokesperson for the Tidy Cats campaign to end cattiness. Welcome to the show, Dr. Sock. Thank you for having me. All right. Now, when we come back, Dr. Sock will help us make a catitude adjustment that brings out the best in people and cats. So please just sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All behave. We'll be right back. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to TeachersPetSessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. TeachersPetSessions.com Want to know what cats like to eat for breakfast? Mice Krispies, of course. Learn everything there is to know about cats on Catitude with your host, Tom Dock. Each week, we'll spotlight a cool cat breed, give up-to-date advice on cat health, and check out spiffy new cat products. So curl up on the couch every week for a perfectly enjoyable time on Catitude. 
gratitude every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the O Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Hey, it's time to get catty. Yow, 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 yow. I'm talking catty, really catty. Here to help us do a little hiss and tell is Dr. Pia Salk. She's a psychologist, animal welfare advocate, and if you find yourself saying her last name, Sock, Sock, how do I know that name? I'll solve the mystery. She is the daughter of Dr. Lee Sock, a best-selling author and psychologist, and she is the niece of Dr. Jonas Sock, the physician who developed the polio vaccine. You've got quite a family tree there, Dr. Sock. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I'm very happy that we have you, the PSOC, on our show today because you help people and pets in so many ways. Um, I was noodling around, checking you out, and I caught your blog on the Daily Wag on the Martha Stewart website. You are sharing that billing with her two French bulldogs, Francisca and Sharky, correct? I am. All right. And now you're helping out this campaign with Tidy Cats to eliminate cattiness. So are you ready to get catty in a good way? I am absolutely ready to get catty. All right, all right. So let's just start. Let's talk about this new survey recently conducted by Tidy Cats. Yes, that's the litter company. And uh, if you could share with our listeners some of these findings that may surprise you and may not. So what, what did you find in the survey? It's actually a really, really interesting survey. The um, Tidy Cats just conducted a national survey and found that more than half of those who do not have cats agree that the terms like lonely or crazy cat lady tend to describe <laughs> those who have two or yeah. more cats. So that's the thinking out there. And however, the reality is that those who do have several cats and who share their homes with those cats tend to paint a much more positive picture. They feel very fulfilled. They're often social and, and they describe themselves as caring, loving, generous, and they feel that their lives are very well adjusted and fulfilled. So real disconnect in the thinking out there. And because you have all the psychology degrees that I can only dream of, what's your take on why there's such a gap in this perception of having well, a cat I, I or two or more in your home? Well, I think it's a number of things. I mean, those who are having these negative stereotypes are people who do not have cats. And so, you know, seven in ten of those people who do not have cats believe that these households are, you know, have furniture with hair and are smelly, <laughs> whereas nine in ten of the people who are living those lives do not feel that the cats prevent them from having clean, odor-free homes. So I think part of it is just the experience of those answering the survey. And times have changed. We have a lot more products now that help people keep their home odor-free. You can do that much more easily with things like the Tidy Cat Scoop and, and other products that are out there. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, I have gone to events, and I love to hear it when I hear a very masculine-looking man saying, I love cats. I know, I love And that. I think real men love cats. Of course, I don't know about you, cat, guys that love cats seem to have to get some macho names. My brother has a cat named Logger, as in the beer. So he won't probably ever call his cat, you know, Fluffy, but it's Logger. 
and I can they need to do, that. you know, to feel, <laughs> to feel that they, uh, you know, whatever they need to do to be able to have a great cat in their life, that they, they can call them whatever they want. <laughs> now, on the, on the flip side, the positive side, I, I'm editor of Catnip Magazine, and whenever I say that, people do snicker. And then they don't snicker when you say, well, actually, it's a magazine that's put out every month with the vets and behaviorists at Tufts University. So it's think of it as like consumer reports for cats. It's really giving you the latest in health and medicine. But it just there's certain words that make people snicker, I guess, catnip, crazy cat lady. But yet, if you're one of them, if you're one of these people that actually have a cat and surprise everybody, there are more cats in homes than there are dogs. So if we did a popularity contest, cats would win paws down. What are some of the things that you'd like to share that would debunk some of these stereotypes of people that are just, I think, doggone lucky to have a cat or, or, or more in their home? Well, you know, there, there's a lot of things people can do. Tidy Cats recently launched a, a great campaign, a Tidy Cats campaign to end cattiness. It's a lot mm-hmm. of fun, and um, it's really an effort to end these negative perceptions by getting those people who live in multi-cat homes to share their stories about their, their lives, how fulfilled those lives are. So we're inviting people to go to tidycats.com and redefine what it means to be a cat lady or a cat guy. Um, oh, cool. We really want to hear people's stories through that contest. Now, I'm looking at the uh, the rules and all the uh, things associated with this contest. There's a little ka-ching out there and a little uh, maybe FaceTime in front of a camera, correct, for the winner? Oh, oh, yeah. No, there's lots of great stuff that come with the contest. People are going to, we want to hear people's stories, 175 words or less about okay. their life with their cats. And we want a color image of them with their cats and of uh, a room in their home that they share with their cats. The winner, the details are at the website. However, they will win $5,000. Wow. And yeah, I know, pretty good. <laughs> That's a lot time. of litter. <laughs> it really is, although they don't have to pay for the litter with that. They'll get a one-year supply of new and improved Tidy Cat Scoop litter, which is specially wow. formulated for multi-cat homes. And then what you're talking about is the opportunity to be featured in a Tidy Cat's Cribs webisode that will appear on the TidyCats.com website and other social networking sites. Don't we live in crazy times? I mean, we talk about crazy cat ladies, but just think of the days where you just had the radio, the television, and the newspaper. And now you have webisodes, you have social networking, you're tweeting, you're or Twittering, or Facebook. I mean, so this is kind of cool, this webisode. Oh, oh, it's great. Lots of FaceTime for both kitties and humans. We're hoping that it'll really debunk these myths that are out there. Oh, that sounds great. That sounds great. Now, let's share a little bit with our listeners about the tabby trio that you have in your home. What's the story on them? Um, I have uh, three rescued cats. Uh, I mm-hmm. believe strongly that if we have you know, love to give, that there are so many animals in shelters that we should try to adopt them if we can. And I have one of my cats has three legs, actually, Olive. And she's a pretty amazing little kitty. I've learned volumes from her about resilience and watched my one of my other cats, Max, just fall in love with her. So those two are peas in a pod. I know. Mm-hmm. It's so sweet. How old is Olive? You know, I'm not entirely sure their ages, but I think Olive's probably around seven or eight now. Okay, um, and Max? And Max is 11, I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I have a third, Chauncey, a big old fat guy who kind of runs <laughs> the roost. Uh-huh. Um, he's about eight, so. Oh, that's great. That's great. And I bet you can walk in your house and you'd get the ultimate compliment. They would put their nose in the air, your guest, and then say, Ah, I didn't know you had cats. I always get that. Oh, absolutely. A pretty clean house myself. And people are amazed. I have two cats that 
I don't have this litter odor just hovering like a bad cloud in my house. And I'm thinking, well, why would I want that? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I'm always so proud of that um, because I think it is part of the stereotype that's out there. And and Mm -hmm. I like to be part of changing that. So people are surprised to see that. But that is really, frankly, the majority of multi-cat homes are not like that, you know, are not, do not fit that stereotype. I mean, I do have an overworked vacuum cleaner, and I do invest heavily in those roller tape things when yeah. I, because I like to wear black. But to me, I think it's a small sacrifice for what I get back from Callie and Murphy. Oh, absolutely. And that is, that is one of the findings of the survey, that people who live with multi-cats feel that their lives are fulfilled. Uh, these cats are, they make their home into a real home. So that's really the experience of people who have multi-cats. We're speaking with Dr. Pia Sock. She is a psychologist and an animal welfare advocate. She uh, uses her power of her background to be able to put in blogs. You may have seen her on some of the national television shows. She's appeared on ABC's 2020. She's been on the Martha Stewart show on Animal Planet. This is a gal that gets around and gets around for a good cause because she's trying to help people better understand dogs and cats and how fortunate we are to have them in our lives. We're going to keep talking with Dr. Sock right after we pay for this show by taking this commercial break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Give your dog some thought with Dog Thoughts. It's the iPhone application that everyone's talking about. Hey, what do you think of this? A man in Davis, California says he's invented an application for the iPhone that claims it can read your dog's mind. Huh? No, it's true. I read about it on my cat's Twitter page. That's fine. Jay Leno talked about it, CBS reported on it, and now you can see what all the buzz is about. Created just for dog lovers, Dog Thoughts makes taking photos of your furry best friend more fun. Shake your dog and read his mind. On your iPhone, of course. Take a pic of your pup, shake your phone, and watch as his thoughts appear on the screen. Does he have a bone to pick with you, or is he having a tail-wagging day? Get your Dog Thoughts iPhone app today. Just 99 cents. Go to PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. That's PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. Greetings, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. 
Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take me home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Hey, it's Katie Mandekeen from ABC Family's Ruby and the Rockets, and I'm sitting here with my amazing, sloppy, crazy dog, Georgie, and we want to invite you to listen to Oh Behave with Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio. Rock on, baby. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now, back to Oh Behave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave Show. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest is Terpia Sox. She's heading a new campaign. It is called the Tidy Cats Campaign to End Cattiness. And listen up closely, listeners, because guess what? One of you might win $5,000, a year supply of Tidy Cat Scoop, and a chance to star with your cool cat in a webisode that will be on tidycats.com. Now, we were talking about the survey that Tidy Cats did conduct across the country. And, you know, you were speaking, Dr. Sock, about how people who do have cats, surprise, surprise, do feel like they're very giving types of people, that they do feel like they have a purpose in their life. And they actually do like two-leggers, too, correct? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> they are not antisocial and, and all of the catty stereotypes that are out there, they do not fit them. And as far as your personal life with your three cats, Olive, Max, and Chauncey, I was tickled when I was looking at your background, and you start your mornings or your days with what you call, fill in our listeners, the Meow Glee Club? (laughs) Yes. Come on, Um, fess up. What's that? Okay, if I must. I wrote up a a little sample story for the TidyCats.com campaign to end cattiness, so what I wrote about was that my days start quite early, earlier than I probably would would like. (laughs) with uh-huh. uh, my cat, Max, being very vocal. So I, I like to reframe that and call it the glee club of, of my morning with my kitty cats. So they That's get good. things going around the house, and everyone chimes in, and then we all get fed and so on, so... So that's what my little story is like. People can, You're not going to sing for us? Come on, come on. I, I, can't, I Unfortunately, I, I don't have it in me. But okay. um, people can certainly read the story on the website, tidycats.com. So. It's your audition song. You call it, I am Cat Lady, Hear Me Roar. That's pretty powerful. Well, <laughs> cats are pretty powerful. You know, they are pretty remarkable animals. And, and I always encourage people really to get to know the personality of cats because they're all so varied and unique. And, and they fulfill our lives in so many ways that... Uh, We should really take the time to get to know them. I do agree with you that probably instead of Prozac or some of these other medicines that are out there, and I'm not going to prescribe drugs, I think that we need to tap into the power of pets a little bit more, especially when this economy is is very unsteady and people feel a little uneasy. Are there some things that you can point out from a psychologist's point of view that may enlighten people about the power of cats for our health? 
sure. I mean, there's no lack of evidence, scientific evidence, that proves that, that animals, uh, having companion animals in our lives is absolutely healthy on all levels, physically, mentally, emotionally. So I certainly encourage people to share their homes with animals. And, you know, that's large. I mean, where in this day and age can we have that kind of unconditional positive regard when we come home? You know, these animals share our lives. There's an unspoken connection. We can pet them. We can hug them. We can love on them. And it's a very, it's a really mutually beneficial bond that we have with these animals. I've seen studies where just the power of petting your cat can lower your blood pressure, maybe help you with uh, some stress and release some feel-good hormones. Yeah, there's just tons of evidence to suggest that they lower our blood pressure and do all sorts of good things physically for us. And then on, on another level, I think that, well, I know that Having animals, growing up with animals, and certainly participating in adopting an animal, children volumes about the importance of giving back, about social responsibility, and about taking care of another life. These are things children learn far more by what they watch the adults around them do than by what we tell them. So these are important things. When we have room in our home for an animal, we should always adopt one. And I'm actually also the spokesperson for AdoptAPet.com, we're North America's largest pet adoption web service, so that's a place people can go to get animals. Good segue. I was going to let people know. Just go to www.adopt-a-pet.com, and uh, there's plenty of uh, dogs, cats, and other critters out there that could really use a permanent home. They absolutely could. And, and, and that's part of what I love so much about this Tidy Cats campaign and cattiness because if we can debunk some of these perceptions people have about those of us who share our lives with one or multiple animals, we can get people out there adopting, helping these animals, and realizing that they are what enrich our lives, you know, that they're really important. Yeah, and I think there's just starting to be more of an effort on behalf of cats. I don't know how you feel, but there's a lot of things out there for dogs, and trust me, I love dogs and cats because I have two of each in my home. always have had pets in my life. But I'm I'm just thinking like in 2008, 2009, it's almost like championing the cause of cats is finally coming out of the closet. Yeah, I agree. And, and I'm not, you know, it, it is interesting. I think people really need to look at that. I mean, there are, are so many cats in need of homes. And the majority of people, the Tidy Cat Survey, the national survey they did, revealed that the majority of cats in homes actually live in multiple cat homes. This is a way of life for millions of Americans. So we really, we really are wanting people to share their stories and help change this perception, perhaps so that more people can open up their lives and, and feel the benefits of having cats. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they're not asking you to go for car rides, you know. You hopefully right. don't dress them up in uh, little outfits. Yeah, they're not into yappy hour, really, seriously. You know, right. dog parks, are you crazy? They don't want to go there. And so I think there's a lot of bennies uh, with a cat, and I don't know about you, but to have that full throttle purr on your lap when you're just sitting at home and you've had a really crazy, hectic day, it just kind of tones you down. Oh, there's nothing like it. I totally agree, and they just make such wonderful companions. And then to watch them together when you have multiple cats is also just its own form of soothing entertainment. So, so with your trio, I guess, Olive, Max, and uh, Chauncey, does Chauncey kind of sit back and watch Olive and Max interact, or what's the story there? Yeah, he kind of sits back and just watches their antics. They're kind of, they're a little love duo, so they're always grooming each other and very sweet to watch and, and Chauncey's more kind of a, the wise man sitting back and, and reflecting <laughs> is how I like to see it. He's kind of the therapist cat of the household. 
So. Well, since you're being a spokes cat person for the Tidy Cats campaign, I wanted to ask you, is there any tips you can give people with proper use of litter? Because I've, as catnip editor, I'm always asking people, please don't put perfume in litter or do things like that. They're going to make it, quote, smell good for you because your cat might boycott the litter box. Is there any other advice with bathroom etiquette? Oh, absolutely. And actually, I put together a lot of tips that are available at the tidycats.com website. But a few of them that just from my own experience are, you know, cats are are very unique and and individual, so need to give them options. So I always Mm -hmm. encourage people to have perhaps different kinds of cat litters. Tidy Cats offers many different forms of cat litter, many different Mm -hmm. versions. I think they should have pans in different spaces, some covered, some uncovered. Um, if you share your home with dogs as well, you probably want to angle the cat pan in a way that they can't get their little <laughs> noses in there. The dog can't. And lots of different tips for how to make it work. And sometimes with the simplest adjustment, things can work out. So people should really stick with it and try different options. Cats need to also have spaces that they can get to to be alone and not bothered by other cats if they want to get away. Have you learned that I tell people I think cats are the original timesharers because I I see (laughs) my cats, you know, one cat will commandeer the cat tree from, say, till noon, and then cat B will slip in in the afternoon and take over, and it's just this nice passing of the guard. Have you noticed that with your cats or with other cats, that there's sort of this, it's not like it's my cat tree, it's like I have the right to use this cat tree between these hours. I definitely agree. It's like they have their own little system going. You know, Mm -hmm. we think we're so smart, like we know everything that's going on in our home, and it's probably not the case. They have it all worked out between them, and they live very peacefully. But you're right, there is sort of a changing of the guard. Maybe one kitty gets the the morning sun, one gets the afternoon sun. So they do work it out, uh, especially when you offer options of different kinds of perches, different little rooms to be in. Some cats like to be in a room alone, so sometimes you want Mm -hmm. to separate cats. I mean, there are all different ways to do it, but they definitely, they'll communicate it, and they will work it out, too. That's another thing. If people are adding cats to their home, they really need to give it a minimum of 30 days to let it get worked out and, and assist in the working out. I think patience is something we could learn from our cats. We can learn volume from our cats. <laughs> it's definitely one of the, the top ones. So you probably get people, I'm assuming, that'll say, you know, I just got another cat and they're not getting along. And you'll say, well, how long have they been in the same home? A day. Yeah, <laughs> I get that all the time. <laughs> so how do you gently um, help us two-leggers learn the right way to be? Well, I, you know, I think people need to, you know, I basically say, yes, I understand. It's frustrating. You want them to get along. And, and I think people are just sort of scared that it might not work out. So mm-hmm. I, normalizing that fear for them and letting them realize that it does take time. It can take 30 days or more. It really can. Um, okay. But that animals, you know, that there's a wisdom in these animals and they will work it out. So people should certainly draw on tips like the ones we offer and, and you know, accommodate them with, with different options so that they can work it out amongst themselves, but just some sort of support and wisdom in that it will get worked out. It's just going to take some time. So people should certainly be given that information and the so support they need. You know, With your, your family's hallmark of credentials, what got you into this area of work? Because it seems like each of the socks have something that they're giving back to society. So tell us, I mean, growing up with your dad, and I don't know if you had much interaction with your uncle Jonas, but what do you think steered you this way? Well, I did. I was very close to both my father and my Uncle Jonas, and there was a third brother who was a veterinarian. So they were all very supportive. I always loved animals, and they were always supportive of my wish to make the world a better place for animals. So 
I got that support in terms of that um, my intuition was right and that we are connected to these animals in ways that people don't realize perhaps, that there's a bigger picture here. That's why I always say that, you know, kids can really learn a great deal from watching animals and our, from our connection to our fellow creatures. It seems to me that every one of us who had a dog or a cat or other pet in their childhood can name you right off the bat the name of that pet. Now, if someone asked me who the first person was I went on a date or the first A I got in what class, I don't think I could be that specific. I'm right there with you. And I think really what that speaks to is the fact that, you know, living with animals is a way of life. I mean, it's a way of life for most Americans. It is fulfilling. It feeds us, and it's mutually beneficial to both the animals and to the people, especially if we've rescued those animals or adopted those animals. So the, these experiences have a great deal of lasting impact on our lives. I think I totally a lot agree. of people say with pride, my cat picked me. Do you ever hear that? I do hear that. And, and I think that really they're speaking to sort of the unique nature of cats. The cats are very particular, you know, and it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. neat to watch them. And they do pick us in many ways, and they all have very distinct personalities. So that's why we really want to hear from people through this campaign about their lives with their cats and their, and their cats' personalities. It's really very enriching material. It's interesting to hear about. Yeah, you know, and doing some research for our show, Dr. Sock, I just Googled the word crazy cat lady, and I found something that I think it's important for all of us who have pets to have a sense of humor. So I found this. Do you realize there's actually a crazy cat lady society? It exists, and they have their own website, but here's the cool thing. They use humor to counter the stereotypes about people who love cats, and they raise money for a lot of great causes like Alley Cat Allies and Best Friends Annual Sanctuary. And then this blew my mind. There's actually a Crazy Cat Lady board game, and you can get Crazy Cat Lady's action figures. Go away, G.I. Joe. We got our own Crazy Cat Lady action figure. (laughs) I love it. I've actually seen that action figure. It's really great, and you're right. It absolutely is important for people to have a sense of humor. And and we do joke around with the Tidy Cats campaign to end cattiness about being catty and and, and all Mm -hmm. of these things. And, and, And I totally agree. We all do have a sense of humor about it. But we also want people to realize that there's no, that these lives of people with multiple cats are very fulfilled. It's funny to joke, but, but it really is also really heartening to hear about the experience of somebody who lives with lots of cats. Yeah, I mean, there's a difference between having, say, a handful of cats that you are able to care for and provide time and energy and quality of life to, and that's totally more in the majority than folks that do have a mental condition, a mental illness, where they are the hoarders, and that's just a whole different avenue. Absolutely, and you're right. That is a whole different avenue, and what we're speaking about is just the people who have very fulfilled lives living with two or more cats, which, like you said, is the majority of multi-cat households. Well, I'm delighted, Dr. Piasak, that you've been a guest on our show. I hope you'll come back sometime and give us a shout-out again on uh, the particulars for this contest and how people can learn about the survey. It is the Tidy Cats Campaign to End Cattiness. And we are trying to end the negative perceptions about people who have multiple cats and celebrate those who live with multiple cats a fulfilled life. So we would like them to go to the tidycats.com website and share their story with us. And through that, we will be picking a winner and people can win all sorts of great prizes, $5,000 and a chance to be on a webisode. So lots of great stuff there. All the details are at tidycats.com. Okay, and if people want to check you out too, they can uh, check you out. You have a website, drpiasalk.com. Is that correct? 
personally, they can go to drpiasalk.com, and right. also I am affiliated with adoptapet.com, so people can okay. go there to look for adoptable animals. Well, we'll find you. You get around. You're, 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 you're a cool cat that gets around. <laughs> <laughs> so don't be so surprised you. if you actually get a crazy cat lady action figure someday just that just happens to arrive in your mailbox, you know. Uh, you I'll know, know it's from you, I'll know it's from you. <laughs> No, it's from my cats, Kelly and Murphy. <laughs> but give my best. Pause up to Olive, Max, and Chauncey, the feline pals in your life. And thank I you. thank you for what you're doing for both people and pets. At this time, I also want to thank my producer, Mark Winner. He makes this show happen each and every week. He makes it hum, it sings. I love you, man. You're the bestest. And I also invite all of you who love animals Please go to the PetLifeRadio.com website. We have a whole list of cool hosts that will cover all things in fur and and fin and everything else in between. So check it out. We have a lot of nice uh, hosts on different shows. So until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave! coast to coast and around the world it's all behave with arden moore find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in rin tin tinseltown from famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars you'll get great tail wagging pet tips and have a fur flying fun time all behave with america's pet edutainer arden moore every week on demand this is the place for a special paparazzi treat only on PetLifeRadio.com.